Welcome to the news and why it matters. Uh, filling in for Sarah Gonzalez, I'm a person whose football team has won a Super Bowl in the last 20 years. Uh, joined with Pat by Pat Gray, who's a person also who's, a person whose hmm. team has won a Super Bowl in the last 20 years. And Jason Buttrell. And I am here, <laughs> but that could all be changing in about a month or so. Mm. <laughs> uh, Pat, what's the big story today? I think the fact that we learned that uh, Trump and Adolf Hitler are virtually one. <laughs> really? Same guy. Same a guy. historical study. Yeah, we found out one. from a high-ranking official that's the case. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Jason, what do you got? Um, so this is a crazy story, and it goes into terrorism and getting across the border, and no one wants to report on it. The Federalist is the only place reporting on this. It should be everywhere. It's insane. Mm. All right. And I think we should maybe talk about uh, a little bit about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's Green New Deal. I think that'll be a, a fun mm-hmm. one uh, today. Mm-hmm. Pat, start us off with uh, with with uh, Trump as Hitler. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and we find this out from a man who has uh, brought up a lot of problems in the past. For instance, he was concerned that w- if ten thousand Marines were sent to Guam, that the island might uh, tip over and uh, capsize. <laughs> and um, you know, he brings up the tough issues yeah. and makes sure that they, they come in and get a uh, public hearing. Right, for example, I didn't know that Guam might capsize. I, I also didn't, know, didn't that. know that the emphasis of capsize was on size. I didn't either. I thought it was capsize. <laughs> but it's we capsize. learned all that from Hank Johnson, who has now drawn the comparison that nobody else had the nerve to uh, between uh, Donald Trump and Adolf Hitler. Well, wait a minute, I've heard a lot of people make this comparison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, a lot of people <laughs> seem to have had the nerve on this one. Well, he, I mean, he makes it as direct as I think you possibly can. Uh, here he is talking about it. Adolf Hitler rose to power to lead Germany in 1932 after democratic elections. He rode a wave of nationalism and anti-Semitism to power Replace anti-Semitism with all Latinos crossing our borders are rapists, drug dealers, and murderers. Does that sound familiar? Hitler was accepting of violence towards the achievement of political objectives. Uh Trump encouraged violence against protesters at his rallies. Same type of violence. And his messaging about Charlottesville, that there were bad people on both sides... Wait. Sent a powerful message of approval to the far-right racists in America. Hmm. Hitler led a political movement of anti-education, anti-science racists Mm -hmm. who focused on nationalism with rhetoric about making Germany a strong country, which would result in prosperity for the German people who were hurting due to the disruption caused by the Wall Street crash of 1929 and the effects of the Great Depression. Sound familiar? Mm. No. Realize that uh, rhetorical? Or? His aim was to unite the blonde-haired, blue-eyed, Germanic, Aryan people against the Jews, the Italians, the Polish, anybody else. Okay. Hitler did not start against the, the Nazi party. But he took over the party with charisma and leadership. The Nazis and Hitler became synonymous. Much like Hitler took over the Nazi party, Trump has taken over the Republican Party. What's it known as, though? It's now known as the Trump Republican Party. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I've heard that a million times. Trump found during the campaign, Uh stop Muslims from coming into our country. Mm. That became a reality, ladies and gentlemen. Did it? 
no, no Muslims, Muslims in the country are, are in the gone. country anymore? They are gone. Not anymore. <clears throat> I didn't realize that all 7 million have now vacated. They have vacated, yes. Wow. They're all in Canada or Mexico. Wow. Was that a weird episode of Drunk History? <laughs> I, mean, I didn't know that Hitler was opposed to Mussolini and the Italians. That's I a great thought point. they were actually allies. Of all the people that Hitler hated, the Italians is kind of like the lowest example of that. <laughs> like He like kind of worshipped Mussolini in, in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a strange one. There's so much to pick apart. What, what, what was your I, favorite part? I mean, just the fact that uh, he, so far, uh, I, the only blowback he's getting, I think, is from us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any other blowback on this. Now, if if Glenn Beck even says the N-word, Nazis. Okay. I was going to say, he should they, not be saying the N-word. No, <laughs> they are all over him at the ADL. Or if he makes a comparison of anybody to Hitler, or even mentions Hitler's name, uh, the ADL is all over him. This guy makes this direct comparison to, uh, and by the way, maybe we should bring up another comparison, like uh, Hitler is responsible for the death of six million Jews, Trump, zero to my knowledge. Zero Jews? Uh, so Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure it's zero. It's not even a handful of Jews he's uh, responsible not for the even, death for? No. Wow. No, but he did it's oppose under a dozen. But he did oppose the U.S. Embassy move to Jerusalem. And no, he actually oh, he that's actually right. made sure well, that. But I had. He has no Jewish relatives. I'll tell you that much. Well, that's not exactly right either, since oh. his uh, daughter and. But he was all uh, for the Iran nuclear deal. He was that's all for true. that. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Which so. he got us out of. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I mean, this is really bad. It is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. It's a straight. I mean, I, you know, look. Media comparisons um, between Trump and Hitler are pretty wide. <laughs> like, I mean, they, yeah. they will go for whatever they can to kind of pair the two together. This is a really particularly bad effort because I think he thinks he has something here. Like, I think he thinks oh, he's he absolutely. It. Yeah. Does that sound familiar? No, no. it doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> no, at all. it's nothing like Trump. It literally no. sounds like he specially set up all weekend, like on a Saturday, Sunday, and just was like connecting the dots. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, it's all here. <laughs> Uh, the violence thing is an interesting part of this because, I mean, we were all critical of Trump for saying at rallies, like, hey, go ahead, beat that guy up. He deserves a punch in the face, those types of things. But you can't, I mean, do I have to say this? You don't, can't compare saying uh, a protester should get punched <laughs> right. with the death of six million Jews. No. Like, there's a line there, and no. the line's very wide. It's hard to cross. Um, yes. I, I, there's just not, there's nothing there. And, you know, the death count of, of Hitler goes way beyond six million. I of mean, he's, he's really responsible for all of World War II, which killed, what, a hundred million, million people? Yeah. Um, and... Trump's death count isn't anywhere near that. I, I, what is it, 85 million, something like that? <laughs> you know, I think it's under that. Really? Yeah, ever so slightly counting under. the global warming deaths? Yes. Really? I am. And you're not above 85 and million? I'm not above 85 million yet. Uh, now, yeah, it may yeah, one yeah. day reach that. Yeah. So we, far. We had the Armageddon of tax cuts. We had, you know, well, well, uh, the got rid of the individual mandate. Net neutrality. Net neutrality. How many people died in the streets? Mm-hmm. Well, the piles of dead bodies from healthcare. You're right. right. You're right. So I, had to walk, I had to walk around a gigantic <laughs> pile of dead people this morning. Just and, to get into the front yeah, door. They didn't have healthcare, I guess. So what is the right way to take this? Because, I mean, there's a big part of me that wants to say it's Hank John. And he thinks the bomb is going to flip over. Like, why were you taking anything seriously? Or is this, I mean, because this is much more common. It's, it's apparently it okay to say that. I mean, I remember when, when Glenn would say something that would compare unfavorably Barack Obama to anybody. And he would get lit up by the media. No one seems Absolutely. to care. You could say anything about this guy. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, I, where have you seen any blowback from Hank, uh, about Hank Johnson? I, I've seen none. 
And, and certainly the ADL should be leading this charge because they're, they protect so carefully the, the mentions that you can make uh, if you refer to the Holocaust or to Hitler or to the Nazis or whatever because they're, they're pretty sensitive about it, and rightly so. Um, but if anybody on the right ever tries to mention them and bring them up as a warning, mm. you're beaten to death. I'll give you a, a, another example. Um, Joe Wilson. Uh, who was a congressman and, you know, maybe not a particularly well, maybe the Hank Johnson, not particularly well-known congressman, Joe Wilson. I don't think he was like the most prominent congressman in the world. And he said, you lie in the middle of that speech with Barack Obama. Uh, do you remember? That was weeks oh of coverage. I mean, th- these were the most prude people in the world. How dare you say you lie to a president? Mm-hmm. All they say all the time is that he lies. But they're going past that. They're going to basically calling him a Nazi. Um, I, you know, there is, I mean, the double standard argument is, is well-worn territory, but it is, it is really true. It is. And I will point out on Wilson's behalf, um, he said what he was saying you lie to was Barack Obama saying, well, we would not give Obamacare to illegal immigrants. And fast forward to 2016, giving Obamacare to illegal immigrants was in Hillary Clinton's campaign platform. So he... He was totally right that that was a lie from the Democrats. It's amazing. Um, and it never got the and, and, and the basis for the argument of being anti-immigrant, uh, being you know strong on the border, all the stuff that they've weaved into this like Nazi-esque, fascist, whatever, that's the way they call him, Hitler. Mm-hmm. Literally, they were, they were in support of the same exact policies, what, five, eight years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not only that, but they were voting for them. They were building walls themselves. In 2006, they voted yeah, with a majority they, of Democrats. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing, the flip-flop. So, like, they were in support of it then, but there was nothing Hitler-esque about it then. Yeah. Now it's Hitler-esque. Could we also make the point again that fascism and Nazism are not a product of the right? No. They're, they're nowhere near the right. The right is for small government. Uh, Nazism and fascism are a huge government, oppressive government, a government so big and so powerful that they can oppress their people and become fascist. Well, the right wants the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. We want the least government possible to maintain order. And that's so you can't even go by that scale where, you know, Nazis are not on the right. Uh, Socialists are Nazis. Nazis are socialists, National Socialist Mm -hmm. Party. And, and we, we, we can't forget that important aspect of this either. Um, and those two are not separate. You can be a fascist and you can be a socialist. Yeah. I've, I've seen the arguments with, oh, with, yeah. with, your, with your point there, which is exactly right, which is, no, they were fascists. They weren't socialists. They can be the same thing. Right. It's, t- it's two different ideologies. Italy. Yeah, Exactly. I mean, it's ridiculous. Italy under Mussolini was, was socialist fascist. Mm, amazing. All right, I want to go to the border next with Jason uh, right after this. All right, Jason, what's going on on the border? I'm always surprised, actually kind of shocked when I like read, like there's so many different alternative news, you know, sources nowadays. You know, you got, you know, us, Blaze TV, you've got just a ton of others. And it's interesting to me, like the stories that I'll pick out in these alternative sources are like, I think are like very, very important, but they won't get any coverage at all on CNN, wherever, even Fox a lot of times. Well, I saw the story came out a couple days ago in The Federalist. And it was written by a guy who's with the Center for Immigration Studies. His name's Todd Bensman. Look him up on Twitter. Uh, he's got some amazing, amazing stuff and research. 
But he was kind of, I don't, I don't want to say triggered, but I guess inspired to go down to uh, certain areas in Central and South America because to see if, you know, there were the claims of that the president had said that there were terrorists, you know, sneaking into some of these caravans. And he, pretty much everyone was getting mocked, or you know, they were mocking him for saying that. So he went down there to actually do some research. So where he went was he was told that there's an area um, right on the border between Panama and Costa Rica. He goes, that's the main, like, you know, flow area. So if all these, like, uh, immigrants are coming over from Africa or Asia or all these other places, they land in Brazil and they kind of wander through the jungle and they get they link up in uh, uh, in, in Panama and they're basically ushered in by the government because the government doesn't want to like establish camps and stuff so the government gives them maps puts them on buses gives them care all this stuff this is an actual government policy mm. and funnels them straight up to the border with Costa Rica and then they take them on they go on from there it's an actual government policy these people mm. now we can't stop it but we've asked uh, these friendly countries like Panama and Costa Rica to um, work with us and say okay well we, we you let us, our, our CIA, Homeland Security, those people, go down there and do biometric scans of them and actually do like a preliminary investigation to see if they're bad guys trying to get in. Well, the amount of terrorists that are coming, uh, that are attempting to try to get in is kind of insane. Um, there was just, I think last month in December, there was a guy that was caught, I believe from Somalia, who was connected to Al-Shabaab, who tried to get in. We caught him right there. Um, he, I've been connected to shish kebab. Shish kebab. But, it's a little bit different ideology. But, okay. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but, it's, but it's insane the amount of people that he saw. He, ta he, he talked to Iranians that were trying to get in, people from Indonesia, um, Bangladesh, like places that are, are hot spots for terrorism and terrorist groups. They're all coming in through these like, it's this, it's this crazy like international or transnational, you know, immigration flow. Um, the guy from Al-Shabaab, he, uh, I guess the intelligence they got from him said that uh, that's Al-Qaeda, basically. Mm -hmm. Al-Qaeda has a, a, a program in uh, Africa to take them on boats, get them to Brazil, and then help them get all the way into the U.S. border. There was an attack in Canada. This, that's how they got, was that like a year ago? Where there was a guy that drove, uh, I think it was a bus or a truck, into a bunch of Canadians. Yeah. This is how he got in, how, how he got uh, through there. It's insane. No one's talking about it. It's absolutely true that terrorists are trying to infiltrate the country because of our weak border. And Central and uh, South American countries are helping them do it. Now, are these actual confirmed terrorists or are they just people from terrorist nations? These are actual, they're confirmed terrorist groups. Okay. So wow. not only yeah from a, not only they come from a hot spot or a hotbed actually like this guy was actually from Al Shabaab, mm. insane. Your Canadian example brings up a good point uh, that I've been trying to push for, which is not to build a wall, but to build a bridge over the United States. So <laughs> they come through, they cross the border, just, they just keep go all going. the way, and then they just end up in Canada. <laughs> this was a water slide yesterday. It I like that. Well, I think it'd go up. Yeah, water slide. Yeah, I like that. That's right. we'll just water slide them right in. That's perfect. Um, it's an amazing thing because, you know, we can't control what Panama does. We can't control what uh, Costa Rica does per se. We can try to put pressure on them. Um, that's all we can do. But that's why the border security is important. We can't depend on Costa Rica to fight our battles for us. We have to be able to to, mm -hmm. to make our country secure in our own way. That's our responsibility. It's not Panama's responsibility. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, you brought up the, the polling. We, we looked at this a little bit um, earlier on uh, radio today about how de far Democrats have come on these issues. The border wall in 2010, this is not, you know, 1990 or 1970, 2010 was a 50-50 issue for Democratic voters, whether they wanted a border wall or not. And, it's, and now it's 89 to 8 against. Now, a giant chunk of that is because Donald Trump's been talking about it, right? Like, they, they were not opposed to it when it was just a, oh, is this a good decision for the border? Maybe some, maybe not. 
Now that Donald Trump's talking about it, they're uh, incredibly It's the worst thing of all time. I mean, the Harry Reid audio you paid, I don't think we have that here because it was uh, only an audio clip. But the Harry Reid audio is him giving an impassioned speech, this one I think from the Mm -hmm. mid-90s, about how bad illegal immigration is, how they're taking jobs, how we can't reward people for coming across the border and having babies. They're taking our benefits, they're taking our jobs, and and they're pouring across the border. And he was outraged by it back then. Outraged. And And, and now they encourage it. You know, and I... If you have a principle, if you have a belief that you have to secure your country, why would you switch on that? I don't know. I don't know I mean, how just that Just the desire for voters? That's what I think it is. I'm a, I'm a, and this is kind of a different topic, but the, 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 the international rules for accepting migrants and refugees, specifically refugees, I think the United States should completely pull out of that. It's, it, it's absolutely ridiculous the way it works. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone is, is there, was, there was one in this, in this case that I was just talking about, this guy's study. He um, interviewed a guy that came over from Iran. Um, the guy from Iran was actually a Kurdish Iranian, and he left because they were trying to kill him, pretty much. He was an activist, Kurdish activist, and the Iranian government was trying to kill him. Um, but his, his uh, solution to this was to flee the country, get on one of these like, crazy you know, migrant you know, routes to try and get to the United States. Well, he knows that he can like, land in the United States and claim refugee status because they're trying to kill him. Well, he could have went to Iraq. A Kurdish-controlled Iraq mm-hmm. and been perfectly safe. Yeah. He could have went to any... He could have claimed that in, in Panama, right there, or Costa Rica. Perfectly safe for an Iranian Kurdish person. But no, that's, 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 like the, that's the first thing they want to do. The secondary thing they want to do is just go where there's, you know, Starbucks and, you know, and, and the Galleria Mall. You know, the, <laughs> right, yeah. Come to the United States and go shopping. If you're going I mean, to claim asylum somewhere, why not go to the U.S. where your life is going to be sweet? Because yeah, if, if it's really about safety then you don't have to travel all the way to the United States illegally through, through all these countries to come to the United States. That, that shouldn't be, if that's the way you're doing it, it shouldn't be our problem. We shouldn't be criticized for that if that's the reason why. Because you could have went anywhere and claimed safety. I will say, if we built some Starbucks in Iraq, maybe that's... Uh, might help but, entice in the Galleria. There you go. <laughs> just need a couple malls. That's it. All right, uh, we're back in just a second with more. get to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's Green Deal uh, here in just a second. First of all, I want to remind you that tomorrow morning on Pat Gray Unleashed, more on trivia, the Philadelphia Football Eagles uh, will be taking on the Chicago Football Bears. Uh, and, uh, Are there any kind of Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia other than the football ones? So many. Are, are so there many different types. Like soccer, <laughs> yes. yep. badminton, mm-hmm. uh, squash, yes. even, not even Some of them not even sports. Some of them just like <laughs> Really? Knitting. Yeah, the Philadelphia Knitting Eagles. Oh, wow. It's amazing. <laughs> wow. Uh, so we'll do that. And uh, Pat and I are also doing radio tomorrow, so uh, please tune in for that. Um, we talked a little bit about, th- about this on radio. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, coming into Congress. She has a new plan. It's a green a new world uh, for everyone. It includes multiple trillions of dollars in cost. We've got uh, uh, universal health care, obviously. We've got um, universal jobs, right, which, which is kind of hidden yeah, in there with definitely a income. basic income. Basic income, which is interesting. It's just a job for not having a job. Yeah. Uh, so there's, you don't have to be productive at all. You just have to sit home and collect money from the government. And that's not just like if you're on welfare, it's everybody. Um, you know, Bill Gates gets a check under these mm-hmm. plans. Which but that is- will help carbon emissions, though, right? I'm sure. No, that's a good point. I don't, I don't see how any of that will help. It. Now, if you're worried about that, they will have a giant tax on carbon emissions, um, which will cost multiple trillions of dollars. Um, you want to go into this commission a little bit, Jason? 
Well, uh, you you, you kind of hit it right there. I, I wrote down a uh, I wrote down a quote that basically says what you just said. Uh, when I, I, we were talking about this this commission sound or this committee sounds yeah. terrifying mm. to me. Uh, the plan for this committee is that the committee will include additional measures such as basic income programs, universal health care programs, and any others the select committee may deem appropriate to promote economic security, labor market flexibility. Yeah. Uh, that they the deem appropriate? That? <laughs> the emperor had that exact same quote. That's insane. Like if you want. It's, when you think about when you know the, the people that pretty much you know pioneered uh, single payer health care, the Brits, you know, right after World War II, um, they, the Fabian Society straight up said that the reason they they wanted to do this because this was their avenue in to, to full on socialism. Mm-hmm. This was the this was the if they could get people like you know dependent on health care. That's how they were going to spread out and eventually fully take control. And this is like this new green push is basically is basically the same thing. It's just repackaged into yeah. because if they can if they can get their fingers into our business our industry I think does anything that you do in a daily life not revolve around in some way things in this plan you know your car your electricity where you go to work your literally house. that's full on control and it's yeah it's not it's not just business and industry it's also your home because yeah. your homes would have to be retrofitted under her plans because she's going to a whole new energy source w- w- wind and solar rather than any kind of fossil fuel well. <laughs> We don't have, first of all, reliable technology for that yet. So yeah. uh, it's a disaster. It is. Um, you know, they, a new poll came out today that's uh, one over the priorities of what it, what should be, and this is among Democrats, of what should be talked about. And again, climate change was last on this. The mm. reason why climate change, though, is important, because I don't think, I, a lot of people just don't care about it. Or you might know the d- debate, but not really care. There is a, uh, I think people who are young and coming up now don't even look at it as a debatable issue. It's just like real world. They, they just, whatever, oh, you said climate, whatever you want, whatever you want. You said climate change, whatever you want. And that's the biggest issue. The reason why it's so much more important than, let's say, universal health care is they get all of it with this. They, this is their way to get all of the policies at once. It's a grand grab for every policy they've ever dreamed of. And it's all under the auspices of, of you're hurting the earth. You're going to kill all of us. Of course you have to do these things. And that's why it's this, one of the scariest things. I mean, it really is. It, you know, There are people, there are scientists who really believe this is a problem. There are people who really believe this is a problem. That's not what politicians are about here, though. This is their way to be able to grab as much power as possible. Yep. And it's one of those things that I don't think Republicans do a good job at all fighting against. Um, you know, we mentioned Trump's quote that we, we don't believe it because we're currently at record clean. <laughs> we got to do better at uh, talking about this. It's, you can't do better than record clean. No. You can't do better than that. It's a record. That's as good as it gets. All right, we'll go into this a little bit more. Maybe some more on the border and overtime. Uh, we'll see you then. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Uh, so Donald Trump was asked a question about the border wall. Is it immoral? And I know this is, we already talked about this, 50% of, it was like a 50-50 issue among Democratic voters as recently as 2010. So it was, I guess, half of Democrats were also immoral, um, but and, and that's probably true. Um, but here is uh, Donald Trump a- answering the question. He brings up a pretty fair point. When they say the wall's immoral, well, then you got to do something about the Vatican because the Vatican <laughs> has the biggest wall of them all. Uh, the wall is immoral. Look at all of the countries that have walls. 
and they work 100 percent. It's never going to change. A wall is a wall. The others just I mean, we can have all the drones flying over the people last night as they tried to rush the border. The only thing that stopped them was the wall. If we have drones up there, it's wonderful. We'll get nice pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Part of that is really good. Uh, Part of that is it's true. What if the pope is so against the wall and it's immoral to build a wall between, you know, friendly neighbors, then why is there a wall around the Vatican? Why not just let everybody come in that wants to come in? I mean, that's what you're saying about our nation. Is, is, it, uh, is it wrong to just regulate who comes here? I mean, it's like saying the doors of our house, a lock on our door is immoral. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I, we need some form of protection. We need some form of being able to differentiate between people who mean us harm and all the good people that are coming here. It's, it's really amazing to watch this unfold. I'd love to ask the question, uh, you know, you may say it's immoral for a wall, but is it mo- immoral to cross the border illegally? Is that an immoral act? Now, look, we yeah. all understand that, you know, when you talk to someone who's really in, you know, you, you bring up, uh, you know, someone who is needing, you know, some sort of asylum from some terrible situation, that we have things built for that, and that's different. But just crossing the border illegally is immoral. I mean, you might not like the mm. law. You might think the mm. law is, is um, too harsh. You might think that you should be able to walk wherever you want. even if but it's it still the law. It's still the law. It's the law of the land. Yeah. And it really, a wall, the only thing it does is stop people from breaking the law. That's what it mm-hmm. does. That's, that, that's all yeah. it is. Because it is immoral to, yes, cross over a border illegally. It's, immor- you know, it's, it's against the law to walk into someone's yard you know, and, and go into their house. That's why every single person opposing a, the, the wall legislation also has probably a wall around their house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. it's a little cliche to say, but it's mm-hmm. absolutely true. And it's another part of this, uh, I think it's, it's, it's a kind of a, a bigger discussion on how a lot of these countries are rebelling against like a technocratic, you know, system that has emerged, you know, post-Cold War or whatever. Um, Post-Cold War, you know, we pretty much kind of gave into, well, we're just going to elect a uh, you know, experts, because experts and I don't want to say elites, uh, I, but the experts, because they know better yeah. for us. So we're going to elect all these experts, whether for here, whether in France, whether wherever. But whatever an expert will say, you know, whether he's talking from a, a moral high ground or, or whatever, uh, doesn't what, what affects him does not actually affect the rancher that is in Texas or Arizona that actually has to deal with the ramifications of not putting up border security. He's not people in, you know, Germany, France, Hungary that tons of migrants are coming to their country and a lot of them are ISIS or Al-Qaeda or whatever. They're not the ones affected by it. The people in Hollywood that are talking, saying how immoral this is, they're not affected by it. They live in the Hollywood Hills with walls and armed security. They're not affected by it. And they don't really care about the people that are actually affected about it. No, they don't. I think that's true. And I think there's a a real honest thing that I think the left says, like, you know, because a lot of their arguments are just, I think, dishonest. We just talked about it with some of the stuff tied to global warming. But one, one pretty fair global warming uh, concern is to say, like, look, the scientists know better than you, right? They're the ones studying this. And if they say it's a real problem, we should just act on it. And, like, that is not our system of government. 
Our system of government is not take an expert's word and then implement it. Mm-hmm. We, have, we hire representatives because they're supposed to be experts in public policy that do see, right, the rancher, that do see the people who are affected by these policies. It's not just a, an equation. Yeah. We could just put an algorithm in front of in control of the country if you want to do it that way. We elect, uh, we, yeah, the, uh, experts should give us opinion, not give so, us policy. It should inform right. how, how we do things, that they're helpful, certainly, yeah. but they don't get to just make policy. They don't just, right. just get to say, this is, goes back to, you know, the, the the Woodrow Wilson administration. Since Glenn's not here, I'm, I, I got to get some Woodrow Wilson in here. Uh, you know, I mean, but that—that that is really what they tried to do, and it's not—it's not a workable thing. And I'll say this too: you know, we don't have a problem with Canadians, uh, in large part, coming into the United States. We have another border, right? And we have no—we don't try to wall that border off. Why? Because there's not they're not issue. pouring across they're the wall. They're not pouring across the issue. If they would stop doing that, there would be no wall. We'd rather have our situation with Canada where it's nice and easy to go back and forth because we trust each other and one side is not abusing the other. This situation is you have people coming in here, working illegally, sending their funds back to Mexico. You know, you got to do it the right way. There is a process here and there's a process for a reason. If you don't respect it, then you don't respect us. If we had curling teams pouring yeah. across this border... Uh, to the south, true, true. Uh, we would be putting up a wall. Uh, we'd be we'd be clamoring. Hey, we need a wall in our northern border. An anti-curling wall. I, I don't want any of that curling stuff coming down here and ruining our sports. I don't want it. All right, we're gonna take a, we're gonna we're gonna take off here because we need to stop the curling invasion. Uh, you know it's coming. It is. You know it's coming. It is. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow on for more on trivia on Pat Gray Unleashed and mm-hmm. then on the radio show as well. Guys, thanks for coming. On. No, no, thank you. Thank you. Oh, wow. Thank you. Nice. I mean that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because you didn't. You. I mean, I just said it as kind of like that's how you end shows, but you actually. Oh, really? No, I really. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.